This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Ever Essence, a.k.a. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, and me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, recording live from my bedroom studio right here in River West. How you doing, Ann? I'm doing pretty well today, Tariq. How are you? Yeah, um, it's been a, still a roller coaster, and, and people say it's, it's starting to settle in, and I don't know yet. I went for a walk the other day, and it just felt, I don't know. I've never seen the show Walking Dead, yeah. but I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> so how's your week? Uh, what have you been cooking? What have you been working on this week in the kitchen? You know, I think like a lot of people, I have decided to go through my cupboards and see what's in the back of my cupboards that I haven't looked at in that sounds scary months. Yeah, but you know what? It's really it's really interesting because I've got stuff in there I didn't even realize I had, and I'm like, oh, I am using this. Is you it know? still good? This stuff, like, give me still some good. examples. Yeah. Well, examples. Well, okay. I shouldn't say still good because if it's certain spices, eh, it might not be quite as potent as they were before. I tend to accumulate a lot of different spices, but like there were certain vinegars I didn't realize I had. I thought mm. I, I didn't realize I still had sesame oil. Yes, I have sesame oil. Different canned goods. You know what I mean? Like mm. I have a can of pumpkin. So don't forget to share these recipes with us because I know our listeners would love yeah. uh, to get some recipes from the the one and only Ann Christensen. Speaking of recipes, you made uh, something interesting with turkey thighs. Talk about that. Yeah, in fact, um, you can you'll be able to see my recipe as I, I you know my my kind of uh, makeshift recipe on the Milmag website. It, it, I, I decided to make chili with um, with ground turkey thighs. Um, I didn't have ground beef, but I had ground turkey thigh in my freezer. And I'm like, I'm going to defrost this. and I'm going to make chili with it. Um, so this was, again, this was my, okay, this is what I have. I have some black beans. I have some, um, I have some stewed whole tomatoes. I have onion. I have garlic. Uh, I have spices like chili powder. You know what? I can make chili pretty easily with this. But the thing I love about chili, Tariq, is that you can you can make it any way you want. You know, you can use different kinds of ground meats. You, you don't, they don't even have to be ground. It could be, you know, it could be like shredded. It could be chopped. It could be no meat at all, and you could just like, use beans. You know, or so, how about dry mushrooms? Sure, I don't have any of those, but that I wish I did. That sounds great. Yeah, that would make a great vegetarian chili. So you'll be uh, posting that recipe over at Milwaukee Magazine? Yes. What about you? Well, uh, the other day I made some Nashville hot chicken. So I um, had some buttermilk and uh, seasoned the buttermilk up, let it sit for a couple hours, made a mixture of flour, a little bit of just a little bit of cornstarch, and uh, used my trusty cast iron skill, which is almost 23 years old. I don't know. So I fried the chicken up. Took a bit of the uh, the frying oil, mixed it with some brown sugar, roasted garlic powder, um, chipotle powder, cayenne pepper, um, smoked paprika, and I mixed that. And I used that and, and mixed it all up and uh, brushed the chicken 
after I cooked it. And there's your Nashville hot chicken. So I have a couple thighs left in the kitchen. Of course, I have some uh, smash burgers left as well. Ooh. I mean, I've been on a smash burger tip, so I'm making some more this weekend. I think that it's sounds, just there's something really relaxing about taking burgers and smashing it. And then, like, just I keep it simple. I don't do fancy stuff. I have shredded lettuce, um, just mayonnaise, no fancy sauces, mayonnaise and mustard. And I have some bacon, and that's it. But I've been on this addiction of smash burgers. It's just salt and pepper. I, I don't yeah. do any fancy stuff, just something simple, as you said. And that just makes me happy eating that burger. Just I just feel good inside. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I like it. So, coming up, we'll continue our conversation. We're going to talk about, as you know, Easter is around the corner. Over on Milwaukee Magazine, you have a roundup of uh, places to do some curbside pickup of uh, some Easter meals. So we'll get into that. Uh, we'll be right back. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back and we're going to continue our conversation. Easter. Easter's around the corner and this is going to be a very, very unique Easter for a lot of people who are used to gathering together with multiple families. But now you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Let's put it that way. Um, but you have a great roundup over at Milwaukee Magazine on where to get some great Easter meals for pickup or maybe even delivery. Can you share? Yeah. Um, but I want to mention right away that um, a lot of these places uh, were booking up by the middle of this week. So yeah. um, so definitely call them immediately if you are interested in definitely. getting some, some, uh, some great Easter meals. Now, okay, so for instance, and it's not just we're talking Easter dinners and some Easter brunches. So, oh. um, you know, Birch and Butcher is one of, uh, is a, I think, a really great uh, local restaurant. And... Um, they're they're offering Easter brunch curbside. Again, you don't have to get out of your car. You order it all ahead, pre-order it ahead of time. Um, and some of the things that that Miles, the owner, is, is going to have available, like a pound of ham and house-made rolls, a lox platter for two, which sounds way up my alley. I love lox and and bagels and cream cheese. Um, he's got a nine-inch ham and cheddar quiche made by Hatched, which is the little um, uh, bakery that makes also makes hand pies, which are available at Birch and Butcher. Um, and even sweets, like um, he'll, he can sell you six cinnamon rolls uh, topped with cream cheese frosting. So those are some brunch items that you might get at Birch and Butcher. Um, Merriment Social, uh, which is a restaurant down in, I guess, Walker's Point, uh, southern part of Third Ward. Again, pre-order. I can't stress this enough because everybody's <laughs> going to be filling up. Um, and then uh, what they have, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's a, it's a, they've been doing a lot of prep for this. They have a la carte options that include smoked honey glazed sliced ham, uh, house-made Parker house rolls with cheddar bay butter, garlic whipped potatoes, fried Brussels sprouts with honey pecans, pie crust and creme fraiche. That's a, that's a menu item they've had at Merriman Social for a long time. Um, and even like a dozen smoked white fish deviled eggs. Um, mm. 
You can also order uh, the whole spread uh, to feed four to six people. You can, you can arrange that as well. Another one uh, is, and this is interesting too, the, the restaurant group that owns Hotel Madrid in Movida, they're offering take and bake beef wellingtons. If you've ever had beef wellington, it's, uh, it's a wonderful uh, uh, creation where it's um, beef with a kind of a, a mushroom pate on top. Um, sometimes it's liver pate and it's all wrapped in puff pastry. Um, and they're offering their uh, sort of take and bake Wellingtons with a bottle of Cabernet Mer Merlot blend. This again is a pre-order online type of thing. Um, I've also got you know some options if you're if you're looking uh, for things that aren't necessarily uh, traditional. Um, so so there's lots of different options here. You want to jump on it really quickly. Cool. Um, do people eat lamb for Easter? Yes. They do. So mm -hmm. I just have a point. I, I this past weekend I had the the delivery from Shilongo Express, their lamb oh. weekend lamb special. So it's not the traditional kind of lamb roast and all that kind of stuff, but it's kind of like with tortillas and stuff. I love that. And it's really affordable. It comes with the broth. I have the broth in my freezer right now, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with it next. But uh you get the every all the kudamans, the limes, the uh, onions, cilantro. Uh the lamb is succulent and um and it's a great place in West Alice and they delivered and yeah, I love that place. Your tacos are great, but Hey, if you want lamb and probably don't want to, you know, try a different style of lamb, this is your opportunity yeah. to support a local, um, a local family operation. So it's a great idea. Speaking of lamb, Carini's Southern Italian restaurant, it's in Shorewood. They're mm -hmm. offering a uh, rack of lamb. Ooh. Um, so, I mean, that would be another kind of more, I guess, more traditional Easter Easter item, but um, yeah, rack of lamb. Next up, Meraki. Meraki, uh, I was on their Facebook page uh, the other day. They were doing these little mini pop-ups. Uh, and uh, recently, uh, they were doing a pop-up with um, Twisted Paths, where you can get a tiki pop-up. So there's tiki dishes mm -hmm. you can get, and then you can buy a, kind of a bottle of a pre-made cocktail courtesy of Twisted Path. Really cool, cool operation they were going on. There looks like Meraki is continuing the pop-up. I don't know if Twisted Path or not doesn't say, but they're doing a kind of a their theme starting today. Um, uh, theme to the British Isles closed on Sunday, so they do it on Monday. So it's today, Saturday, and Monday. Um, so the menu basically in honor of the British Isles, they're doing Scotch egg for appetizer. Choice of between Scotch egg. Uh, or apple parsnip celeriac pasty. Mm -hmm. Then you can do a choice of an entree. Uh, the entrees, um, which includes a side, banger, which is like a sausage, right? Is that right? A banger, yeah, it is. Yeah. Or a meat pie, Sunday pork roast. It's in quotes. I don't know what that means. Uh, vegetable strata are the choices for entrees. And then the sides, if you get the entree come with this, you can get the sides separately for a separate price. It includes mashed potatoes, braised cabbage, and fries. And dessert is a custard tart. So this is at Meraki. Um, you can, we'll post the link and all that for the hours over at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bite. So that looks pretty cool. So I'm, well, I'm assuming the Meraki is going to continue doing these interesting theme pop-ups. So definitely check out their Facebook for, uh, all the details. Mm -hmm. Next, on continuing on the pop-up tip, 
pop-up. I think this is a perfect time for pop-ups for restaurants to do different things to get people out of the house to do come to support the restaurants. I think it's really innovative. Um, speaking of pop-ups, you wrote about Laughing Taco. What are they doing, Ann? Yeah, Laughing Taco this weekend is having, well, actually, it's every weekend, Tariq, through the month um, and possibly into May as well. Laughing Taco is hosting uh, pop-ups uh, that benefit, um, it's, it's interesting, they, they're offering some brunch items from a restaurant that's going to open called Alley Boys Bagelry and Luncheonette. I think we mentioned it a while back. It's supposed to open in the old Blue Jacket, Drink Wisconsin, I believe, space. Mm-hmm. Um, drink Wisconsin, Blee. I've always had trouble saying that word. Um, anyway. Obviously. Yeah. So uh, the pop-ups run on Saturdays and Sundays, 11.30 to 4.30. There's a link on the Ardent website um, where you can, you can click on it. It's like on the upper left-hand corner. You click on it and you can choose your pickup time. Um, but it isn't just um, brunch items from Alley Boys that you can get. Um, Ardent is offer- also offering its burgers and tater tots. So they're doing their own burgers with Carlisle beef. Um, if you know Justin Carlisle, the own, owner of Ardent, um, his family uh, farm, the, the farm that his, that, his, that his dad owns or his family owns, um, is a cattle farm. So they have beef, um, and uh, that is the beef that has long been used at Ardent Restaurant. Um, also new for this pop-up is that you can buy uh, Carlisle ground beef and hot dogs through the pop-up so get some for my get some for my smash burgers so that yeah and right so that's going on this week this weekend actually um and uh also in other news he you know he he runs red light ramen justin runs red 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 light ramen as well and he's been offering ramen to go now i mentioned this because i've heard that the instant ramen is one of those uh, hard to find items, which I mean, it, 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 you know, it doesn't bear any resemblance to, to real, you know, traditional um, ramen that you yourself make. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ramen, you know, that's what, like 50 cents or maybe it's even yeah. less than that. It's, I guess it's really hard to come by. I, that's not something that I have in my, um, my kitchen, but I, I got some, I got a little, I got a few packs. Okay. Just in case the whole world goes crazy. That's what I'm, and I think other people were thinking like you, Tariq, because. <laughs> but I didn't hoard. I only have, I'm like, when I mean few, I got three packs. Three packs. Okay. That's, That's not it. a I didn't lot. Hoard. Because I didn't want to hoard. That's just rude. It's just, I know. It's so rude. I agree. So rude. Anyway. Um, so again, we'll, we'll have links to that again at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Next up, another great little piece over Milwaukee magazine. Um, about Milwaukee roasters donating coffee to hospitals and shelters. Um, really cool stuff, Ian. Um, Stone Creek, who uh, we're good, 88.9 is good friends with theirs because you share a space with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced earlier um, that they don't, will donate uh, 500 pounds of coffee to staff at area hospitals. Um, and then also uh, MKE Coffee, which I, it's, it's a black owned operation. Really cool is uh, donating coffee to the Milwaukee Rescue Mission over the next few weeks. Hawthorne um, has decided to roll out, uh, Hawthorne Coffee Roaster decided to roll out a COVID relief blend. It's called Solidarity Coffee. 
Um, and it's a, it's an eight pound, half pound of coffee. Um, these bags are then distributed to laid off members of the service industry and frontline healthcare workers. Um, Kickapoo, uh, which operates a cafe in third ward, pledged to donate a kilo. That's 2.2 pounds just to get that exact for, for us Americans that don't use the metric system. <laughs> uh, we'll donate uh coffee per week to 10 Wisconsin nonprofits, small businesses and order and other organizations working in healthcare. Um and so that's really cool uh over at, at Milwaukee magazine that uh coffee's uh also giving back to uh trying to make our lives and make people who are on the front lines a little better, a little caffeinated. Because mm-hmm. I, I kind of miss coffee because I, I started making, I had a coffee machine I rarely use because you know, I spend most of my time at work, right? And I rarely pay for coffee at work. Uh, they may get a, like a special thing at Stone Creek. So I start buying coffee and I realize, whoa, that's that's new to the budget. But uh, yeah, so it's good things that uh, the local coffee people are doing in Milwaukee. I, I like you, am low on coffee. Um, but I've also been trying to uh, not have a lot of caffeine because I find that I sleep better and I generally um, don't get the jitters, you know, that coffee generally does that to me. Mm-hmm. But I miss it at the same time. So it's sort of a double-edged sword. So I'm kind of thinking that I'm going to order some coffee from one of our local roasters and have it delivered to me. Uh, there's something um, about that smell and just the mm-hmm. routine of coffee that makes – it makes gives a little normalcy to uh, these uncertain times, you know. Yeah. And I think that's why I miss it. Um, I think caffeine has no effect on me anymore. How much I've intaked over the over the years, so I can I can definitely fall asleep with like a double espresso, a triple espresso, with no ease. It's just oh, you're kidding. I think I, it's college. I like architecture school all night, all day, twenty four hours in the studio. I drank so much caffeine, coke, coffee, you name it. Uh. I think my body has. I think my DNA is immunity uh, to it. Yeah. Uh, from coffee to cocktails, you know, from morning to happy hour. Let's <laughs> talk about that. Great Lakes Distillery. As we said before, Twisted Path was doing take-home cocktails. Um, doing some really interesting menus and items and really cool stuff. We mentioned that a couple weeks ago when this stay-at-home thing started and um, trying to get used to it, but Great Licks Distillery has a, a full-fledged menu you can order for pickup of cocktail mixes, including you can buy their their liquors separately. But the kits include like a boiler maker kit, which you get a bottle of Rehorse Gin and six packs of Mobcraft IPA, or the Good Ish can't curse Good Ish boiler maker kit, <laughs> which I don't which. In, instead of the gin, you get a bottle of the Goodland orange liqueur and a pack of Mobcraft. Um, I want to get that orange liqueur for my tequilas. I bet that'd be really good in my, te- not in the tequilas, my margaritas. Uh, and then there's a white Russian kit. So you get uh, uh, everything you need. I can't really see here. They, the, the, the link's closed. But you get everything to make a white Russian. Uh, you got a bourbon old-fashioned kit. You got the Rehorse Gin and Tonic Kit, the Mule Kit, uh, and a Chaser Six-Pack for your Bloody Marys. So that's part of the menus over at Great Lakes Distillery if you need a little a little cocktail fix at home, a little happy hour. Let's, when you do those, I know a lot of people doing those virtual happy hours. So this yeah. is perfect for your virtual happy hour. 
Next, uh, we started this last week. Uh, uh, it's a cookbook of the week. So we've been going in, like, Anne and myself, we have probably a deep collection of cookbooks in our house. So we decided to, like, pick one up from the archives to share with y'all some of our favorite cookbooks and that you maybe want to look at and maybe want to get on uh, from a local bookstore or wherever you get your books. And uh, this is the second week of doing this. And Anne, what is your cookbook of the week and why? I feel like we need a drum roll here, but um, in place of one, <laughs> uh, my book of the week is How to Cook Everything by Mark Bittman. Um, it's uh, prefaced as 2,000 Simple Recipes for Great Food. Now, the thing I love about this book, and I've had it for a long time, is that um, let's say, you know, you're just like, well, what is the, you know, how do I just do a really basic vinaigrette? I mean, well, you and I probably really know how to do a basic vinaigrette, but you can go to this book and find out, okay, here's the ratio of oil to vinegar. Here are some, you know, additions that would work really well together, certain herbs, um, you know, a really basic and really good chili recipe, meatloaf, um, banana bread. It's basic, simple things, but done in a way that's really clear. Um, and then there are variations. He'll, he'll tell you how to like zhuzh it up with, you know, 10 different other ingredients if you have them on hand. So I think it's just one of those really great basic tools that, uh, that I think everybody should have at least one of these kinds of books in their collection. And I like Bittman. I've, I've, I've found his recipes to be, um, to be pretty solid. So, uh, so yeah, that's the one I've been turning to this week. Cool. My book, um, goes away back. Um, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with this guy. He, his name is Dante Gonzalez. Uh, and he had a video series and used to do these parties in New York, uh, under the name DFC Dante fried chicken, where he had multiple variety of artists from, uh, Theophilus London to Santi gold perform at these little parties where he cooks and caters the parties with some amazing food. Like he's known for his fried chicken, but he's also known very well for his vegan fried chicken. There's a story where like somebody tried the vegan fried chicken, was blown away and he told him what it was. And he got, almost got in a fight with the guy because he was like, dude, how would you do that to me? Hmm. So he's, he's a really interesting cook. He blends many um, cuisines together in his food from Creole, the Mexican to African to Asian um, dishes. Um, and the cookbook is a, 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 a lot of healthy dishes, a lot of vegan dishes, a lot of meat dishes. It's a balance, a very balanced cookbook. And the recipes are so interesting and unique and they're fun. They're entertaining um, kind of dishes I would make in a, to, to keep spend, to waste some time, like take some time off the clock during the day stuck in the house. Like here he has a Cajun smoke tea duck as one of the recipes. Hmm. Um, uh, andouille corn dog instead of a regular corn dog, use an andouille. Mm -hmm. Um, he also has uh, yam banana catfish. Um, he has gumbo recipes. He has a um, just looking at the book right now, John John Sunday roast, which there's like 30 freaking ingredients in here on this roast. Um, mango coconut shrimp. Um, uh, the Noisettes. So there's there's recipes that are sponsored by like influenced by bands. So if you remember the band Noisettes, 
like Noisette's performed at some of his parties. There's a Noisette's garlic string beans. There's corn, ginger, mac salad. There's spinach and asparagus. Dirty curry, bean and rice. There's like really powerful flavors. There's even one for vegans called tofu chitterlings. Chitlins. So if you're a vegan, you miss Southern vegan, you miss that chitlin flavor. He made a dish for vegans um, called tofu chitterlings. So if you not know what chitterling, chitterlings are or chitlins for us Southerners, Pig intestines, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's hoarding that right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but instead of instead of the chitlins, he uses dried tofu skins for the chitlins. And there's tomatoes and onions and scallions. They're really great recipes. There's collard green roll-ups. I love this book. I've only done a couple recipes, but it seems like a perfect time because I can order some of these ingredients, staple ingredients offline if I have to, get some of the, 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 the meats and vegetables, produce from local stores. There's amazing, there's yam party pie, a very interesting a version of a sweet potato pie, ginger pineapple upside down cake. I mean, the, the recipes are just over the top. Um, I love upside down cake. So um, maybe you would make that cake and then I could meet you in a park and you could put a slice <laughs> of it on the picnic table and then walk away and then I would get the piece and then I would take it home with me. Make sure there's no bears around because you know the wildlife <laughs> that came back. Yeah. But again, I'm just like, there's a lot of baked stuff in here. Um, uh-huh. Coconut honey biscuits is one of them. And Ooh. then this one. I love garlic, ru- garlic rhubarb hush puppies. Huh. This book has been in my, I mean, like I've had it for since I moved here. Um, back in 2008, I mean, like there's videos of him performing, not performing, cooking, having these block parties or rooftop parties with Santa Gola and stuff. I think he's in LA now, but, um, but yeah, it's called Dante fried chicken experience. The book's called ride or fry. Well, that does it for this week's edition of this bites Milwaukee's culinary podcast. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites, iTunes, NPR, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, feedback is important, so please rate and review. Because, Anne, you're an influencer. You are an influencer. You know that? Yeah, you know, that's a term that I've never really thought applied to me, but um, okay. As always, and stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. <laughs>